Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm absolutely delighted that you could be with us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And it is the 29th of December. We're getting ready to close 2016 here. And I hope you all had a wonderful holiday. Ours was terrific here. I think I slept nine or ten hours on um, Christmas night, though. (laughs) My husband didn't wake me up because... It is so much fun to do all this entertaining, and I needed to sleep, (laughs) so I did. But uh, we had a great time and and still are. We have a couple of callers that have joined us already and hopefully have some others that will join us here in a few minutes. And then I have several questions that have been submitted online, and I will get to as many of those as I can um, as as time allows. So let's go ahead and get started with a caller, and I believe our first one is Julia. Hi, Julia. Are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Thank you. Hi there. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year to you, too. (laughs) Thanks. We got, what, two or three days, two days, three days, something like that. So um, please tell everybody where you're calling from. Uh, I'm calling from the Central Florida area. Okay. Oh, great. How's Mickey and everybody? Well, pretty darn good. <laughs> it's a magical place. <laughs> That's right. That's right. My One of my best friends sent her children and grandchildren down there in early December for their Christmas present. And she has a three-year-old granddaughter, and she was on her daddy's shoulders, and they were watching the Christmas parade. And she, somebody, t- I think her mom, taped it, and she was yelling, Mommy, there's Goofy! Oh my God, the pure joy on that child's face yeah. was just so fun to see. But yeah. what it is, it is a magical place, isn't it? Especially at the holidays. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, the, and when we when we lived in LA, we used to go down there all the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas because that was the the um, least crowded time of the year. I don't know if that's still the case, especially in Florida, but it sure wasn't at Disneyland in California. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is here as well. Well, it's good. It's time to go because it's not so, like, ridiculously hot in the summer months here. And because the humidity is so bad here that, you know, once it really heats up and that humidity is there, you just feel like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, you know, the Disney, they, they're, we're known for the long lines. <laughs> so. Yeah. So you're well, better may, off if you're planning to visit to come in the winter. <laughs> may I tell you one other quick Orlando story? Sure. I used to go down there 
uh, on spring break when I was in college in the late 70s and early 80s, and um, I graduated in 81. And I that was back in the day when we landed at the old Orlando airport. My One of my dear friends' parents lived there, so I used to go down and hang out with them for a week because they had a pool, and I just wanted to sleep. <clears throat> so I'd get off the plane, and it was the old-fashioned, they'd wheel the staircase up to the plane, mm-hmm. and they'd open that door, and it was always mid-March. It was around St. Patrick's Day, and the smell of the orange blossoms was the most heavenly scent I think I've ever smelled. And to this day, when I smell orange blossoms, and orange blossoms in Florida smell different from orange blossoms in California. And I've been told it's because they're drinking oranges in Florida and they're eating oranges in California. It's a different type of (laughs) oranges. But I... I remember thinking, this has got to be what heaven smells like. (laughs) Just even descending the staircase. And I know a lot of those orange groves are gone now in the central Florida area, but holy moly, is that fabulous. If you have the opportunity in your lifetime to go smell that, everybody go smell it. Right, Julia? You know, I haven't. I haven't, you know, really smelled that, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Isn't that funny how scent, you know, bring back memories that when you smell a certain smell, just instantly it takes you back? Well, long about March, go find some orange groves and just drive by them with your car windows down. I'm telling you, it is just, it's heavenly. The scent is just amazing down there. So I digress. But anyway, how may I help you? Do you have a question for me? (laughs) Yes, I do. Okay. Um, What's up? I, it's a, a medical thing. Um, my left foot started hurting a while back. Um, I'm not quite sure what's going on with it. They did an x-ray and said, you know, there were no broken bones or anything, but it's like on the outer side. Okay. Like when I walk on the opposite side of my arch on my left foot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And ha- and ha- have you gotten it checked? Have you gone to the doctor or anything, or you just? Yeah, yeah, I went and had it checked. Got an X-ray, no broken bones. Um, I don't what you call it, perineal tendonitis or something like that. But it just, huh. you know, I'd really, you know, it hasn't been going on for that long. But it's just kind of one of those things I'd really like for <laughs> it to stop because you know when you walk, you don't want to have your foot hurting every time you step and. Kind of yeah. and goes kind of thing, so. Right. A nuisance, so. Right, right. Okay. Well, what I'll do is I'm going to get you on my radar. And for those of you who are first-time listeners, what that means is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. Because when our spirits are in our bodies, they vibrate at a slower rate simply because our bodies have mass. And when we go into spirit or non-physical form, we vibrate really fast because we don't have the mass of a body. And so what I'm going to do, Joy, is I'm going to connect to you. And what happens is it takes me a nanosecond, raise my vibrational level. I'm going to watch a laser beam go from my body. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. So it's going to go southeast and hook into you in the central Florida area. And then I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. And it's almost as if I'm looking at that point at a big screen TV in my head. Mm 
and I'm able to see what would normally show up on an X-ray or a CT scan or, a, or an MRI. So let me get you on my radar, and then we'll see what's going on, see if I can see what's happening with your left foot, and, um, and then we'll go from there. Okay? All right, laser beams heading southeast. So this is so funny when I get somebody that's south of me, because Alabama's pretty far south in America, but you're further south than I am. So it, I'm sitting at my big desk in my office when I record this show, and I, and I see this laser beam go behind me and to my right, which is southeast. It's just <laughs> hilarious when that happens. Most of the time it's going north just because where I'm located is pretty far south in the country. So, okay, uh, I got you. Oh, yeah, girl, it's really inflamed. All right, let me see what the heck is going on with that. I'm looking at you from behind. Um, I'm going to put some energetic anti-inflammatory um, stuff on it. It's As I picture it, it's kind of a royalish blue color, and it looks like the fog that you see in a fog machine when an athlete's coming out of the, the dugout or the tunnel or the you know, in a basketball game, sometimes they'll do the fog machine mm-hmm. for athletes to run through. And it reminds me of the color of the gel in refreezable ice packs that you get from the doctor's office, Julia, or you can get them at the drugstore now even. Um, so I'm getting that. Okay. You have a, um, you've got soft tissue trauma is what I'm seeing. Um, I don't know. I'm, ha- I'm going to have to get out my anatomy books. I don't know. I think there's a ligament that runs along the side of the, that of the foot there on the outside. And that's where I'm seeing the inflammations on the outside, Joya. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it looks like that ligament's been repaired. I think your body's repairing it. But I think you've gotten soft tissue damage as a result of trying to be tender with it because it's been hurting. Does that make sense? Did you injure it somehow? You know, I don't know. I was wondering if just wearing flip-flops because I didn't used to wear flip-flops until I moved here. I've only lived here about a year and a half. Uh Uh-huh. And the neighbor kept saying, you know, it's like every time I would walk out to the mail, he would make a comment about, those shoes are going to ruin your feet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I got a, I got a yes that the flip-flops have contributed to it. But do you remember, even if it wasn't something that was really apparent, but what I'm seeing is that your foot slipped backwards almost. Like if it, if you, if your heel was raised and it slipped backwards over the middle part of your foot and then your toes, am I making sense of that? If you... That it slipped backwards on something that was wet, mm-hmm. and and I think it caused a little bit of a tear mm-hmm. in that ligament on the top of your foot, and it's and it caused then that tear was also connected with some soft tissue trauma. So, anyways, what I'm doing is um, strengthening. I'm watching the ligament get all sewn together. And strengthen it. It kind of looks like if you take a crab leg 
you know, if you get crab legs in the restaurant and you pull it out of the shell and you take that piece of crab, it almost shreds on the ends. Mm-hmm. That's what the visual looks like. And that's what a ligament tear looks like to me. And not only in my head, but that's also what it really looks like in surgery. I'm an inventor of orthopedic surgery devices. So I've been in, I can't even tell you how many surgeries over the last 35 years, you know, like bunches and bunches. And when a surgeon is scoping somebody, an orthopedic surgeon, that's what those tears look like. It looks like crab meat that's shredded, that if you pull a piece of crab meat apart, how it shreds on the end. So I'm watching that get repaired. It's pretty, it was pretty much repaired. Your body pretty much repaired it on its own. And, um, and then the soft tissue, what I'm watching happen with that is I'm watching like filler come in. Um, I'm trying to think how I can describe. Have you ever made soup where you've got some meat or something in there that's got fat, it's got saturated fat in it, and it rises to the top. Mm-hmm. You know, or cook or cook a piece of meat in a crock pot. That would be another analogy. And the fat sometimes looks kind of lumpy. Mm-hmm. That'll come off a piece of meat. That's what that soft tissue looks like to me over there. And I'm watching it get filled with a filler that will stabilize it and keep it mm-hmm. from... Um, hurting so much. All right, now I'm watching your foot get wrapped. This is an energetic healing that I'm watching, that I'm describing. And again, it's like I have a big screen TV in my head and I'm watching all this happen. Um, and I'm watching it get, your foot get wrapped in an ace bandage, energetic ace bandage, uh, just around the center part of your foot. It's not going around your ankle. It's just wrapping that center part of your foot just to give it more stability. So um, I, I get that it's going to heal on its own. I don't think you need to have anything done to it. Okay. But let me, let me give you a couple of um, tricks that you can do. I call them tricks. It's really not, but okay. they're tricks. Two in particular. First one is when it hurts a lot, you can use your brain to help calm down the pain. And all you have to do is picture something cold on it, like that blue gel that's in a refreezable ice pack. And you can do this anywhere. Anywhere anywhere you are where your brain is too, which is pretty much everywhere, right? (laughs) And, and, what happens is your body's going to do what your brain tells it to do, whether you believe it or not. And the best analogy, Julie, I can give you for that is I know at some point in your life, probably many times, you've had a dream where you, it's like you're dreaming you're being chased or something, right? And you wake up and your heart is pounding. You've had dreams like that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. were you really being chased? No. <laughs> no. Did your body think you were being chased? Yes. Yes. So we can do that. We can help with pain and inflammation by envisioning something cold on that part of the body that hurts, and the body's going to do what the brain tells it to do, whether you believe it or not. Just try it. It's really easy. The other thing is, with regard to the shoes, ask yourself this question. Is it in my best interest to 
wear flip-flops. And the first thing that enters your mind as fast as you can snap your fingers is going to be the right answer. That's going to be divine guidance. So is it in my best interest to wear my pink flip-flops or my white loafers? And you're going to get an answer. You can ask a yes-no question. You can ask a, a, you know, a question that has specific yeah, options. Yeah, we'll know on the flip-flops, so. I, I got to know on the flip-flops, too, when you're even telling me about it. Yeah. It's just yeah. hard down here because, you know, you like it to get, you know, your feet to get air and, you know. Well, just go find some shoes that have some support that are sandals that are like flip-flops. Yeah. That's that you can put on and off easily. They have those. I think Clark's is a good brand. You know, check those out. I love parts, yeah. Yeah. So I hope that helps, and and I hope your foot feels better, and I hope you have a wonderful 2017. Well, thank you. This was wonderful. You bet. Thanks for calling. It was great. So thank you so much. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. I think our next caller is Miss Kathy. Hi, Miss Kathy. Are you there? I'm here, Julie. Hi, girl. How are you? I'm good. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. How are things? Um, pretty good. Pretty good. Not bad weather good. today, and got through. Uh, yeah, got through another week, and things are <laughs> moving forward. So, doing pretty good. 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 Well, everybody, Kathy's called in a few times, and you were going to go spend Christmas with your dad because he's, he hasn't been doing well health-wise. How did all that go? Right. Um, I ended up going twice. I went on Wednesday for a chunk of the day, and then I went again on Christmas. I, I really wanted to be there on Christmas Day. Um, Good. So I was there, and, and he had suggested that he would like me to do that to be with my mom. Um, yeah. So I, so I did that. And um and your mom and was he, resisting, right? She, well, yes. Yeah, she's like, you don't want to drive on Christmas. And finally, I called her and I said, you know, I know you don't. You're worried about me driving in traffic, but I want to be on there on Christmas Day with you and Dad. We don't know how long any of the three of us are still going to be alive, so right. I'm going to do this. And she was like, well, I, of course I want you here. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be there. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. great. So, so that went well, um, and Dad's definitely in. The, I mean, he's probably in a different stage now as well. But he, you could, I can definitely tell the difference between the stage four of transition and the stage seven that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's moving more into his spirit world. So, okay. So, um, but my question for tonight, um, <laughs> fortunately, about my cat Katie again, still working on the on the cat thing. Um, okay. Last last time we talked. Um, or time before, I forget. Um, anyway, uh, got her off the herbs, got her off the homeopathic, um, changed her food. The frisky, I can't remember if I told you the friskies didn't work, but, um, I mean, she loved it at first, but within two days she was really not doing well on it physically and throwing up and stuff. So kept her on chicken, but put her on a different, you know, a little bit, you know, less, whatever, healthy, a more healthy version of chicken. And she seems to be doing okay with that. Um, but now she's got some kind of, she, she, I had to take her to the vet today because she was so um, not feeling well and um, was, was really heavy drooling coming out of her mouth and just real lethargic and laying around moaning. Um, and I talked to the vet and the vet gave me their opinion and wasn't, I 
my vet practice has seven vets and this guy's like in my ranking of how I like to work with them and they work with me. He's like six of seven. So <laughs> not my <laughs> okay. favorite. Not my yeah. favorite, but I'd write, I'd write her butt to, write her butt to Dayton today with me in the bar to get her checked out to see if mm-hmm. I could get any insight. So, um, yeah, if you wouldn't mind touching base on her yeah. for me. Okay. Everybody, Kathy has this cat. It hasn't been doing well. And the cat told us that uh, she wanted to eat Frisky's cat food. And so Kathy tried several times types of Frisky's. And my son's girlfriend is in vet school at Auburn. And she was mortified because I was telling her that story. She was mortified about the Frisky's. She said, oh, yeah. for God's sake, don't ever, you know, don't yeah. do that. Get her something else. She named some other brand. That's what, but anyway. that's what Katie wanted. That's what she wanted. So, all right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, Kathy, and then I'm going to connect to Katie the cat from you. All right. Got you on my radar. Got Katie. Yeah, Katie's looking. She's looking like that picture I sent you. I sent I sent yeah. Kathy a picture of, if any of you saw the movie Sweet Home Alabama where the cat was in an explosion, the cat that's in the movie, and it's just kind of scrawny looking and missing some of its hair. That's what Katie looks like energetically to me, and she still looks like that. But good news, Kathy, is she's not dying. Her little spirit's still in her body. Oh, so, that was um, my big worry. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's not dying at the moment. Um, I'm saying, well, all right. So what what's up with the drooling and the she's telling me she's in pain. Why is she in pain? Did the vet tell you that? The vet told me he thinks she's in pain and he and he yeah, actually had me start giving her pain medicine. Yeah, she's she's telling me she's in pain. She's telling me she's Even telling though, me that abdominal pain. Oh, see, now that makes sense. You know, and they know that she, she's she been bloated for a very, yeah. very long time. Uh, so we, the vet doesn't know, but they said it's, you know, he said it's either cancer or it's inflammatory bowel disease. Um, so, and we still don't know because there's, we're not going to do invasive testing to figure that out. So, I, I, I mean. Kathy, I think I'm getting she's got some kind of blockage going on. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not seeing cancer, and I'm not getting a yes on the inflammatory bowel disease. I think, you know, that's just because they don't know what else is what else to say. That's just kind of a catch-all for yeah, that. I think but, so too. Yeah. Um, I think she's got a blockage happening, and I'll tell you what. I will work on her and see if I can get some of it released. Um, because, yeah, she's elderly, right? Well, I mean, she's 13, so that's not young. I mean, Mary's cat was 19, and that was very, very old. Um, yeah. I think it's like equivalent of like seven years for every year for a cat. So she's not young. Okay. She's in her 60s. But you're not going to do surgery on her? Well, uh, if not if she doesn't want to. Okay. All right. I mean, I would want to because I want to keep her. I'm so, we're so close. Um but not if she doesn't want to. Okay, so let me let me work on her some and see if I can get that blockage removed. It has the consistency of, for lack of a better word, earwax. There's some kind of like, 
it, that's what it reminds me of is kind of soft earwax. And I don't know if she, well, I got that she ate something, like ate something that she shouldn't have eaten, not food, oh, really? but something, you know, that was laying around or she found, she's an indoor cat. Yeah. Although you mentioned that briefly last week, I think when we talked about her or last time we talked about her, it was two weeks ago that, she, that it looked like she might've eaten something. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah her tummy I, is I, really not happy. Yeah. I will, I will work on her when we finish the show and see if I can get that um, blockage undone. But in the meantime, let's ask her some questions. Okay. Um, Katie, do you have an abdominal blockage? Yes. Katie, do you need to have surgery? No. Would surgery help? Yes. Do you want to have surgery? No. Too expensive, not worth it. Will you be able to survive with the blockage? Yes. It'll clear on its own. All right. There you go. So I think in that, what I'm hearing, Kathy, is the surgery would probably speed it up, but it sounds like she's going to be able to clear it. Let me see what I can do to help facilitate that. Okay. 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 Any other last questions for Katie the cat? Um, oh, so this, is this, this food working for her that she's on now? I asked her, do you like the food you're on now? And she said, no. <laughs> really? She, well, I thought she wanted chicken. See, I don't know what to give her. Is she eating it? Work. Oh, Is yeah, she yeah. Yeah, okay. she's eating it. And they do have other flavors in that brand. I, I, I like that brand. I don't know why. Maybe I should give that up. But, but, the, but the Friskies definitely didn't work for her. Oh, that was that was diarrhea and everything. She never had diarrhea. <laughs> okay, so the brand is okay. The fl- She's not real big on the flavor that you're giving her. Okay. So, Do okay. they make so cat the, food in beef flavor? In beef? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think they make this in beef, yeah. I'm asking for, for beef. I've never had a cat, so I don't know if cats have beef food or not, but I know yeah. dogs do. So yeah, they want to... Yeah, because the only other one is turkey, and she—I don't know that she'd be thrilled to ask her. She, uh, she probably doesn't want turkey. I don't think. Yeah, she said she told me she'd like the beef flavor, so you may want to okay, give I, that a. Yeah, I think they do make beef in this brand, and it's a pretty—it's—you know—for cat food, it's a pretty good quality brand, and okay. it does have help a lot of healthy fat in it, which is good for. Right. Her. Okay. All right. Okay. Well. You have a wonderful New Year's and um, New Year's celebration and 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 an even better 2017. And good luck with your dad, especially, um, as you go through this with him. Okay. Thank you very much, Julie. You bet. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Most of us have busy lives and... We know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. 
They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All right. We do the show every Thursday night. We tape it and it's at eight Eastern, seven Central, five Pacific. As I mentioned, we record the show on Thursday nights and then it goes to editing and it's available usually on Saturdays. And you can download it on iTunes or Stitcher or iHeartRadio or any one of a number of those types of distribution systems. You can listen to it on the Law of Attraction radio network. You can listen to it off of my website. And you'll see all of the podcasts on the website. Um, I'm a podcast girl, and I like to listen to podcasts off of my phone. I'll download them and listen to them on demand. I think this on-demand thing is a wonderful invention. So um, give that a try. And also, you can submit a question online if you can't join us for the call. And just go to AskJulieRyan.com and when you scroll down to the bottom and you, you see the information about the call-in information, it'll say submit a question. And you can submit an online question there, and, and I will do my best to get to it eventually. We get a lot of them in, and, and yours hopefully will, will be chosen either for the podcast or for – I send out a newsletter – Every week, it comes out on Thursday mornings, and it's a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I will answer it and um, and send it out to everybody that's on the list. So sign up for the newsletter. You'll see a button there on the website to do that. And then also, when you're on the website, schedule an appointment with me. I get you for a whole hour that way, and we can um, discuss whatever you want to talk about. It can be health-related. We can talk to your animals on medical issues or behavior issues. We can talk to deceased loved ones. We can tell all kinds of things. Um, And it's really fun for me to have you for a whole hour. Speaking of questions that have been submitted online, here's one from Anastasia, and she lives in South Portland, Maine. And she says, hi, Julie. May I please have a body scan for energetic holes slash rips that may be affecting current health? Thank you for using your gifts. Blessings, Anastasia. And my response is, hi, Anastasia. When connecting with you, I saw a large gaping vertical tear in your energy field membrane. It stretches from your throat to your groin. These kinds of tears and holes in the energy field membrane are caused by emotional trauma, either in this or a past lifetime, and are the precursor to medical issues. The cause of the emotional trauma may be something as seemingly insignificant as someone calling you a bad name in third grade to something terrible like being mugged as an adult. In your case, the tear was caused when you were 17. I saw a scene of you being slapped across your face by a person I believe was your boyfriend at the time. 
The young man had a medium build and dark hair. Based on the size and severity of the tear, I also believe you were most likely in a long-term abusive relationship with this man. Your tear has been energetically repaired. This will allow your body to operate on full power and help heal itself. Hope this information is beneficial and hope your 2017 is terrific. All right, a little bit of information on this. We're all spirits or souls, I use those interchangeably, in a human body having a human experience. Our soul or our spirit is our energy field. It's all one and the same as I see it. That energy field, our energy field, and everybody's energy field has this outer membrane lining on the outside of the energy field. And it reminds me of really thin saran wrap. And it has a little bit of a rubbery consistency to it. Like with saran wrap, if you poked your hole through it, you're going to get a little bit of resistance in it. When someone has an illness, a disease, pain, an injury, whatever, that's something that we would consider to be medical, either in the body or even even um, psychological pain, there's always a... I always see a tear or a hole in that energy field membrane that I just described. And it's always caused by some kind of emotional trauma. And as I mentioned to Anastasia, it can be something really seemingly insignificant. Like, you know, somebody calls you a bad name when you're a little kid. Well, at the, t- at the time, it's horribly traumatic to you, but as an adult, you look back at that and go, oh, well, that's not that big of a deal. But really, it is at the time. Or it can be something really serious or it can be anywhere on the continuum in between the two extremes. When I see that, and I always see it when I'm doing a private consult or a private healing, what I do is, well, let me back up. When I'm working with somebody one-on-one, there are three phases to what I do. First phase is the diagnostic phase where, like what I did with Julia earlier, our first caller, I I connected with her, I shot energy through her energy field, and I was shown what was going on, shown in my mind's eye what was going on with her uh, left foot. All right, so that's the first phase. This is diagnosing. The second phase is the healing phase. And like with Julia, what I saw was a healing happen where that tendon was repaired or ligament, whatever it is. And also the, that soft tissue was being repaired. And then there was this energetic ace bandage that was wrapped around her foot. So that's the healing phase. There's always, always, always some kind of an energetic healing that occurs when, right after the diagnosis phase. And then the third phase is this membrane repair. And I'll scan the person with whom I'm working, and I'll see this ripper hole in this energy field membrane, and it allows an energy leak. I equate it to a balloon that's inflated. If, if there's a tear in it, the air is going to come out of the balloon and the balloon's not going to be operating at its optimal level. Well, the body's the same way. If there's a tear in the energy field membrane, there's an energy leak, which means the body's not operating on full power, if you will, from an energetic standpoint. And that's when disease and illness sets in. 
So what I do in a private consult is I will imagine myself going into that tear and I'm shown some kind of a scene and I'm usually given, here's how old the person is, here's who's with the person, if anybody's with them, and here's a little bit about what's happened. Doesn't really matter what the circumstances are, it just matters that we identify it. Because as soon as we identify it, as soon as I, I get this picture of it, I would say 99.999% of the time, it's the right thing that caused the trauma because I'll see that tear start to get repaired. And in Anastasia's case and in all cases, what happens is I'll watch it get stitched like, and it'll look like the hem of a pair of pants or a dress or a shirt or something. And it's kind of slanted and it's a running stitch. And I'll see that repaired. Then I'll see an energetic patch get put on it. And then I'll see energetic lasering happen. So it repairs it. Then I'll shoot energy through the person's energy field again and they'll light up like a Christmas tree. So in Anastasia's case, she was maybe operating on, 20%, on a 20% light bulb, 20 watt light bulb. And by the time it was repaired, she was operating on about a 400-watt light bulb. It's the same thing as what you've heard or read about if you've explored any kind of Eastern medicine that involves acupressure or acupuncture. They're always trying to unblock the chi. Chi is the same as energy so that it can flow freely through the body and it helps the body maintain its health. Our body's always going to return to a state of well-being and health if we get out of the way and we help it heal. Getting out of the way may be letting the body have some free reign without a lot of drugs um, and, uh, you know, different therapies and stuff that sometimes make it worse. So in Julia's case, again, our first caller you know, by her staying out of those flip-flops and, and going into to um, maybe shoes with a little more support, it's going to help. So that's what we do in a private consult if you've got a medical situation. I use those three different phases, and, and it takes us about an hour to do most of that. So, um, so we are going to do that, and let's go back to the phones. And hi, I've got a 219 area code person. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Hi, Can this is hear? Musa calling from Indiana. Hi, Musa. How are you? Hi, I'm doing fine. Thank you. How are you today? Terrific. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we spoke about maybe a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we did. And yeah, today I wanted to ask you a little bit of a question about my past life. Okay. Trying to understand who I was before. Yeah. And was there any blocks that could be uh, coming from the past that would be affecting me today? Okay, sure. Is there anything in particular you want me to focus on, like an issue or anything, or just whichever one comes up and seems to be the most applicable at this moment in time? Yes, that would be good. Okay. All right. Everybody, we all are spirits living multiple lifetimes, like many, many, many lifetimes. And we come here to co-create with God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, our higher power, our, our um, you know, the creator, the source. And um, 
in these lifetimes, sometimes we have memory, cellular memory that travels with us from lifetime to lifetime. So, Musa, what I'm going to do with you is I'm going to envision myself walking down this endless hallway. This is how I do past life stuff. This is what it looks like to me. And in this hallway, there are these squares of mirrors, floor to ceiling. The ceiling has no ending, but floor to ceiling on... um, Well, that's not true. The hallway has no ending. The ceiling does, but it's really tall. It's probably like 15 or 20 feet tall as I perceive it. These squares, what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk down the hallway and I'm going to envision myself doing that. I'm going to say, what past lifetime has the most um, significance to what Moose is going through at this moment in time? And then I'll see a square mirror come out of the wall on one side of the hallway And it's almost like it's on a hydraulic arm, Musa. And then I'm going to envision myself walking into it, and I'll be given dates and times and places and all of that. And then we'll figure out, you know, what the correlation is. Okay? Okay. So here we go. Walking, envisioning myself walking down the hallway. Okay, what past lifetime? All right, there's just endless. You've lived a bunch of lifetimes, my man. I mean, like, it's endless of these squares, floor to ceiling. And they're probably... Uh, 12 by 12 size squares that are mirrors. So show, okay, there's one uh, pretty far down on the right that's come out on my right. So let me get in front of it and then I'm going to go into it. All right, here we go. Africa. 1793 is the year. You're a woman. Let me see what's going on. But you're not like a tribal person. You're, um, I think you look like you're British. You know, the, the Brits colonized South Africa, a lot of British and Irish. Well, let me find, let me find. Yeah, you're British. Because you're dressed in um, a long skirt and a jacket and a hat. You know, like somebody at the, in the, um, what would that be, the 18th century? going into the 19th century, would have been dressed. Uh, you're living on a, it's reminding me, what's that, what's that movie, Out of Africa, that Nicole Kidman was in, or Meryl Streep? I think Meryl Streep was in it, right? Where Nicole Kidman was in a movie that um, happened, I think, in Australia, in the outback, but this is Africa. and But she lived on a ranch that was, deserted you know had a lot of land around it and you're on you're in a property like that but you're you're educated and you're i'm getting you may have been a missionary i'm getting a yes on that all right let me see is there anything that Musa has carried forward from that lifetime that's affecting him in this lifetime yeah i'm getting fear uh, okay, what kind of fear? Sur- fear of survival. Any of this resonating with you? Uh, somewhat, yeah. How so? Well, uh, I don't know. I've been, I know I'm very competitive. I, uh, 
I, I work extra hard. I'm always trying to be a provider for my family. Uh, yeah. I've been always a person who's been on the go, go, go. Right. I don't know if it makes sense or not. Okay. What I'm seeing when you were in that inception, I guess, when you were in that lifetime, is you were always looking over your shoulder and always on edge and always waiting for, you know, the next lion to come by or the next situation that could endanger you and or your family. But you were just always on high alert. Does that resonate with you? Uh, uh, not really, not yet. I gotta. Okay, maybe not necessarily for your physical safety, but from a stress standpoint. Is it easy for you to relax? That's a good question. Actually, I do relax when I work out. When I do not work out, I'm always tense. Okay. All right. Well, that's what I'm getting you carried forward is that it's that your stress level is heightened by an irrational fear that, you know, some saber-toothed tiger is going to come around the corner and get you um, from that lifetime. So is there anything in specific that you want to explore? Uh, I was actually kind of going to an unfamiliar territory. I don't even know what are my options to explore. Maybe you can enlighten me a little bit on what's important. Is there something in particular that is on your mind that you want to see if there's a correlation with this lifetime or with another lifetime? That's the one that came up, and I just trust whatever comes up. You know, whether I'm looking at somebody on a scan or I'm doing a past life thing, the one that presents itself at this moment in time is the one that's applicable. So is there something else that you want to, that's on your mind that you think may be related to past life, to a past life? Uh, I think when you mentioned earlier I was a missionary, I think I can relate to that. I've always been a person who was kind of more like, want to help others. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I guess for now, my next question would be, are there any other blocks that I need to be aware of and need to be released, things of that nature, from the past lives? I'm getting yes, many. <laughs> wow. But let's work on this one, because this one's going to be the most critical, because it's the one that came up. All right. Again, I just trust that happens. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to connect to you in Indiana. Okay, I've got you on my radar. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot energy from your feet through the top of your head, and it's already started. What I can do is help release these past life cellular memories, and it looks like blue vapor coming out of your pores. It's really wild. It's this, again, royal blue, like what I was talking about with the anti-inflammatory energy, it's coming out of 
your pores, like coming, going straight up from if you were holding your arms straight out in front of you, it's just like those blue vapors rising up out of your pores. And that's what I always see. That's what past life energy when I'm helping clear it. That's what it looks like. By the way, my legs are vibrating as I'm doing this, which tells me that this, this is what's, this is very applicable with your life right now. Um, when my legs vibrate, it's kind of like when you get chill bumps or goosebumps with something, you know, you'll get a jolt of energy when something happens and that's just validation that it's just validation that what you're doing is, you know, is connected with the right thing to do. So, okay, that's going, all right, let me shoot energy through you one time more. Okay. Got it. All right, and now what I'm watching is I'm watching you be wrapped at the end of a healing, what I always see at the end of a healing. So let that cook a little bit, Musa, in your head. Um, How are you, what I'm getting from this is how are you stressing over stuff that really is not life-threatening? Are you stressing over things? Are there stresses in your life that you're treating like they're life-threatening, but you're really not even aware of it? Uh, okay. Yes. All right. I, and and work on, you know, just kind of contemplate those and work on those okay. a bit. Okay. Does that make okay. sense? That makes absolute sense. Uh, okay. And, and as a matter of fact, something just came to mind. Yeah, what's that? Uh, at some point in time, I thought it was health-related. Uh, I've noticed that uh, and, uh, it's not just stress, but it's also like uh, like my whole body was heavy and uh, my, my brain. I can't remember things like I used to. And the only okay. thing that keep me keep me straight is working out. Like staying at the gym, going to the gym at least three, four days a week. Uh-huh. I do that, I feel I'm back to normal. But then out, out, out of, I stop working out due to work or school or whatnot. I feel like my whole system is out of balance. My home looks like my hormones are just out of whack. Huh. And uh, and uh, seen a couple of doctors for that, and uh, one of them gave me a medicine for what's called narcolepsy. Uh-huh. It looks like he worked like miracles. It really cooled me off, calmed me down, brought my spirit back up and everything else. So, All right. Well, relate to what you're saying now. you remember when we talked before, is it in my best interest to and finish the sentence? And the first thing that comes to your head, into your head, like as fast as you can snap your fingers is going to be the answer that's going to help guide you. So ask yourself that question on that medicine that you're on is it in my best interest to take whatever the name of the drug is and you're going to get an answer and then that's where free will comes in if it makes sense to you you can continue on with it if it doesn't then don't okay Okay? but I want you to just ponder what came up from this past life scene okay how how is it and notice if there's a difference after that energy has been cleared First of all, but secondly, how are you 
stressing over stuff that isn't life-threatening and maybe just stop for a second and say, oh my gosh, is this really going to kill me? And if not, then, you know, you know the, the breathing thing. Everybody's heard this. You breathe in through your nose, you count a count of three or five or something, and then you breathe out through your mouth. And that's going to cause down your central nervous system. Okay. Okay. So give that a whirl. And, and thanks so much for calling in. And I really hope you have a wonderful New Year's and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day celebration and, uh, and a terrific 2017. Sounds very well, futuristic, very doesn't it? I know. Yeah, okay. So Take care, Musa. Thanks for calling. Bye now. Oh, by the way, I have my wife on the line as well. She'll probably uh, be on the queue and talk to you. So thanks again okay. for helping us out. Terrific. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Another quick question that was submitted online. This is really a quickie, so I'll jump in with this one. Lydia from Mawa, New Jersey asked, Hi, Julie. Should I leave my husband of 33 years? That was kind of short and to the point. And here's my response. Hi, Lydia. When I asked if it was in your best interest to leave your husband, I got a no. When I asked if it was in your best interest to divorce your husband, I also got a no. When I asked why it was in your best interest to stay married to your husband, I got love with a capital L-O-V-E. Sounds like it's worth your while to figure out how to salvage your marriage. Good luck. So that was submitted online from Lydia. Okay, I think this is Musa's wife. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Can you hear me? Oh, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, this is Julie. Hi, Julie. Um, I'm Bridget, Musa's wife. Um, Hi, Bridget. Hi. I just wanted to say that um, you were, like, spot on what you said about his past life stuff. He's, like, you know, he's a man. He's very guarded and careful about what he says, but he definitely is stressing about non-life-threatening things right now. Okay. And, um, well, yes. As you heard me tell him, I, I've just done this for 20 some years and I've just learned to trust Bridget. You know, what comes up? There are no coincidences Mm -hmm. in life. Everything that comes up is what we're supposed to be working on. So, um, good. Will you help him with that? (laughs) I'll try. And I want to say that I've always been like very sensitive to like energies. Like, I don't even really like to hug people because I feel something, I don't know how to explain it, just something comes off of them and sometimes comes onto me. Uh-huh. And, like, whatever you did to him, like, I felt it. He's, like, downstairs. I'm, like, upstairs. Like, I, like, felt it in my chest. Like, I just, the okay. whole, not like my head hurts. Like, whatever you did, his energy released it. I don't, it's still, like, here somewhere in our okay. house. All right. I'll clear it out. Of, I'll, I'll clear it out of your house. Thank you. I will do that. And as far as when you pick up other people's energy, there's something that you can do if it's, if it's troublesome to you. And before you get out of bed in the morning, Bridget, just imagine that there's an iridescent bubble that goes around your whole body, and that will help strengthen your energy field, and it will help you not pick up other people's energy. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I do that a lot when um, someone I love is flying. My son's flying back to L.A. tomorrow after being here to celebrate the holidays with us. And so I'll, I call it bubbling his plane. I will imagine an iridescent bubble 
around his plane to help keep him safe. And I'll do that around cars when somebody's traveling a long distance or something along those lines. We can do it. Everybody can do this. Just in your mind's eye, picture putting this this kind of sparkly bubble around the plane. The cool thing about the planes is I have a friend who twice has seen the bubble around the plane that I put and um, there was the plane was flying and it was during the day and so there was a shadow of the plane down below on the ground and he could see the bubble around the plane in the shadow which was so cool that's very neat I can see it, but most people can't. But he, he was like, he called me when he landed. He said, oh, my gosh, you're not going to believe this. So we all can do that. And you can do that in the morning before you get out of bed. Or if you walk into a room and somebody's in there and, and it, the energy just feels yucky in there, just imagine this iridescent sparkly bubble around your whole body. And that will help shield you from somebody else's energy. Oh, okay. I I can. I'll try that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. We have um. We only have about a minute left. So okay. Um, can you call back in next week if you have a sure. question? I, I would look, love. That. I would love it. I love your show. Okay. Thank you. This is wonderful. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Happy New Year. Take good care of that you man. Okay. Oh, I'll try. <laughs> thank okay. you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. And we have another caller, too, Susie. And, Susie, I'm not going to get to you, girl. So please call back in. Well, let me say hi to you anyways. Susie, hi. I can oh. see you call. Oh, hi, hi. I just calling to listen. I didn't have a question. Oh, good. I just like listening. Thank you. Happy New oh, Year. Oh, good. Good. Happy New Year to you. And uh, everybody else, I hope your New Year is the best ever. 2017 sounds so futuristic to me. It sounds like something out of uh, some sci-fi movie, but here we are. And I think things just keep getting better and better. So thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Call me next week. Submit your questions online. Follow me on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan and also on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. And uh, tell your friends about us and have them call in too or submit questions and or just listen. So take care, everybody. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.